This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, June 9th, 2014. I'm Caleb Brown. After a recent school mass stabbing and shooting incident in Isla Vista, California, many of the same and new faces are calling for greater restrictions on private gun ownership. Bob Levy is chairman of the Cato Institute and was co-counsel to Dick Heller in the Supreme Court case D.C. versus Heller. He evaluates the new calls for gun restrictions. After these shootings in Santa Barbara, one of the bereaved parents has been sort of going around arguing, blaming gutless politicians, blaming the NRA, and then somebody I at least had hoped we'd never hear from again, Joe the Plumber, uh, comes out and says, uh, your dead kids don't trump my constitutional rights. Uh, is that really true? Is that that there there are considerations that well those are the words that he posted on his uh, website and they were part of an open letter that he sent to uh, the parents including the parents that you the uh, the one that you mentioned um, this is after Elliot Roger uh, killed three persons with uh, by stabbing them to death and three others uh, with a gun so Joe the plumber is a uh, former Republican uh, candidate and had this uh, face-to-face clash with Obama about tax policy and he got his 15 minutes of fame and now he opines about lots of different uh, lots of different things. Now, however justified or unjustified the parent was at blaming irresponsible politicians or the NRA and that's a whole different topic, uh, even if that uh, outburst was totally unjustified. After all, these are bereaved parents operating in an environment that is supremely uh, tragic. So we have to focus on what it was that Joe the Plumber said because it's an important principle, and that is his language being, your dead kids don't trump my constitutional rights. The media have uh, has understandably uh, emphasized that. If kids are mowed down by guns, does that mean it's subordinate to uh, Second Amendment liberties. Uh, what should we make of that claim and is there a kernel of truth? Um, my view is there is not a kernel of truth if we interpret Joe the Plumber's language uh, literally, textually. But if we give him some leeway and we assume that he meant this in a far more nuanced manner than what he actually wrote, uh, then there might be uh, a kernel of truth. And the proposition that we have to center on is whether or not constitutionally guaranteed rights are absolute. All right. So with respect to the First Amendment, we know that they are not absolute. Right. We have uh, Congress shall make no law abridging uh, the freedom of speech. But we have all kinds of laws that abridge the freedom of speech. You can't incite to riot. Uh, you can't lie in commercial ads. You can't defame uh, folks. Um, and uh, in the case of the Second Amendment, the same principle holds. The text is pretty clear, at least the operative clause is pretty clear, the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Uh, but that doesn't mean that a crazy person can have a machine gun uh, in a, an elementary schoolroom. Uh, so some people, some weapons, some circumstances can be regulated, notwithstanding the crystalline language of the operative clause of the Second Amendment. Uh, the Constitution doesn't uh, preempt uh, common sense. And the Second Amendment, no, never mind what Joe the Plumber says, the Second Amendment doesn't supersede uh, considerations of uh, public uh, safety. So if we take Joe the Plumber literally, he's quite clearly wrong. Dead kids do trump constitutional rights. Uh, 
But if we give Joe the plumber um, some wiggle room in terms of his uh, pronouncement, is it true that sometimes uh, constitutional rights will take precedence over violations of those rights that are justified or supposedly justified by considerations of public safety? And the answer to that is yes, sometimes uh, we will allow constitutional rights to trump. For example, convicted felons. Yeah, well, let's take uh, the Heller case um, where I uh, was co-counsel to Mr. Heller and uh, the court said, uh, even though it, uh, there was some ambiguity in the court's decision, it did say quite clearly that the right to bear arms is fundamental. Now, what does that mean? It means that individuals enjoy a presumption of liberty and government bears a very heavy burden to vindicate any regulations that compromise core uh, Second Amendment uh, freedoms. So now after the Santa Barbara killings um, by this crazy um, Elliot Roger, uh, we have calls from lots of senators, not just Democrats, but um, both parties, mostly Democrats, for more gun control. We have calls for expanded background checks, for a waiting period, for one gun per month purchase limits, uh, for a ban on assault weapons, and no more large capacity uh, magazines. The question is, can we link those calls to what happened at Santa Barbara? Is, uh, are the killings in Santa Barbara, are they justification for all of these proposals that have been made by the senators? And I think quite clearly the answer to that is no. And so in that sense, Joe the Plumber may have had uh, a point. Let me mention why I think the answer is, is, is no. Uh, this happened in California. California's laws are very restrictive, as restrictive as any state in the union. Uh, California already has expanded background checks. Uh, Roger, the, the uh, perpetrator in this uh, horrific tragedy, passed the checks because he doesn't have any psychiatric record and no criminal record. Uh, California already has a ban on so-called assault weapons. But Rogers used three handguns, and they didn't have any of the characteristics that are covered by this uh, legislation. Uh, the state of California already limits magazines to 10 rounds. Rogers had 40-plus uh, magazines, all of which qualified under California law. They were 10 rounds uh, or less. Uh, California already says you can only buy one handgun per month, and you have to wait for 10 days. But, of course, Rogers has been planning this thing for three years. So he had plenty of time to build up his, uh, his arsenal. There can be no citation, therefore, of the Santa Barbara incident as justifying the very things that the senators are asking for because those things are already in effect where the Santa Barbara incident uh, took, took place. What we really need, if we want to draw a lesson from Santa Barbara, is better detection and treatment of mental illness. And even the NRA has supported uh, background checks that forestall uh, buyers who have been uh, committed to mental institutions and judged mentally uh, incompetent. So this is where I say that Joe the plumber, if we stretch his words quite a bit, he has a point. He needs uh, to be able to state it with a little more sensitivity uh, to the feelings of these parents who have experienced these horrific losses. Um, but the principle that government has to prove its case 
before our rights, constitutionally guaranteed rights, are compromised, that principle is perfectly valid. Bob Levy is chairman of the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.